0: Hi guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. You know, there are times where I don't upload a podcast episode that week. I never intentionally try to take a break. However, if I feel like there isn't a big topic for me to address on a podcast episode, I will tend to wait until the next week to see if I can collect more interesting content for you. And this week... I have been meaning to talk about what this episode will be about, and then tonight, to be very blunt, some shit hit the fan, so we have even more juicy content to talk about, and I was planning on uploading this episode today about how one of my OnlyFans videos on YouTube actually got like banned, blocked, deleted, I forget the actual term, Um, it's really late here right now because of tonight and anxiety, which we'll get into, but... Um, for this week's episode, I wanted to focus on kind of what happened on my YouTube channel about a week ago and the stress of that and, you know, again, just the whole targeting and silencing of those in sex work or those that do OnlyFans or anything that is seen a little bit um, on a side of a topic that is judged or not as widely accepted and how that can affect your social media However, speaking of social media, and if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube even, because I tried to post it everywhere I could this evening, I had to come out with... I didn't have to. I felt the need to come out with a statement tonight because somebody made a video basically lying about me, and I know I should be ignoring this, and it's really hard when someone is questioning your character because you feel the need to stand up for yourself, and it hurts because I'm human. And you know, I have this platform and I've built such a thick skin around hate comments. You know, you can call me fucking ugly. You can write whatever you want about me in a comment and it most likely will not affect me. But to take the time and energy to make a video lying about what I'm doing, that hurts. And that is what we need to address. So, I want to get into the main focus of today's episode about my video getting deleted and how YouTube tried to like Silence me because I was talking about OnlyFans for a hot minute, but before I do, I feel the need to address kind of what happened tonight because it completely rocked my world. Honestly, ignorance is bliss. I wish I didn't know that this existed out there, but somebody brought it to my attention this evening and it just it killed me. Like I had such big plans tonight. I was going to record this episode earlier. I was going to edit Um, I was in a very good mindset. I went on a walk. I felt connected to nature. I felt grounded. I did yoga. Like, it was a good day. And I will be honest, my anxiety has been really, really high lately, Um, really bad to the point where it is affecting my normal routine and my social life where, you know, sometimes most of the time I'm able to control it and not have it visible on the outside, especially when I am with other people. But this last week there were... Times where I was out and I didn't understand and I had to explain it to someone afterwards, you know, that it was anxiety and that I wasn't, it was hard for me to be present with her because of what was going on internally and what I was dealing with. And I was at my parents' place last night playing the piano and trying not to cry because I had waited so long to have that free time to go play the piano because playing the piano to me is one of my greatest escapes in the form of music where it helps me so much. And I was feeling so anxious a couple weeks ago to the point where I couldn't eat. And I mean, I couldn't eat for days. Everything made me sick. I felt like throwing up. I did throw up, you know, like this one morning, my anxiety was horrible. And my stomach hurt, and I thought if I started with a glass of water, it would help, and I couldn't even keep the water down. And it sucks because it's like this weird cycle where your stomach hurts because you're not eating, so you want to eat so that your stomach, so that you're no longer hungry and your stomach doesn't hurt, but you can't eat because your stomach hurts. Uh, It's really bad. So I remember I played the piano during that cycle when I couldn't eat, and I just felt, you know, like crap. And it took maybe an hour to playing the piano, but afterwards, it was the first time that day and, you know, that chunk of days where that feeling in my stomach was gone and I was able to eat. So like the next hour or so where that pain in my stomach was missing, I was eating as much as I could while I still could before the anxiety came back. But that's why I was so desperate to get back to the piano last night because my anxiety was horrible and I knew it would help. But I talk a little bit more about my anxiety in a video that I filmed this week. It won't be out for maybe like three weeks, I think. It'll be out late March, but I filmed a video all about manifestation, meditation, and crystal use and how I use my crystals. In that video, I mentioned kind of my battle with anxiety right now because it has been so horrible and interfering with my daily life that I, I just had to address it. Um, so you'll hear a bit more about it there, but just for some background, my anxiety has been really difficult to deal with lately and this could be a factor of things and I wish I understood more about why and it could be a factor of my bipolar as well and where I am in like my cycle of that because I went from being manic a few weeks ago and I will tell you right now that the flip has switched because I slept in until 2 p.m. today And I couldn't, it wasn't a choice. Like, I just had to. So just a little mental health check. But because of all of this, I was really happy that I had such a good day today because I was trying to just keep my mental health balanced as best as I could and take care of myself. And that's why I went on a walk. And I was doing yoga and eating and just drinking right, like drinking tea and eating right and all of that. And then I got that DM, even though I was planning on finishing my day being so productive. And you know, she didn't mean harm. This was just a follower that wanted to show me something and asked if I knew, you know, hey, not sure like have you seen this video about you? Not sure if you've seen it and gave me the link. And by the title, I just I knew it was bad and I couldn't open it. There's no way like it would it'd be really bad, I think if I watched it, but it was a video titled something about how only creators are scamming you and i just knew right off the bat what it was about because i get upset people accusing me of scamming them when the results don't go in their favor when we do promos together and i deal with that often not too often but here and there on instagram and i try to address it i always do um but this time someone was making a video and i didn't click on it i don't know how many views it has i don't know her platform i am genuinely just not interested in that ignorance is fucking bliss at this point but the second i saw it anxiety just shot through the roof my brain was mush i everything was like buzzing in my head like i was done i just knew i couldn't be productive for the night suddenly like 3 hours went by when i felt like it was a minute you know like it was horrible and I just frantically was trying to explain myself because I hate confrontation. I am the least confront... Like, I I don't know what it is about my sign or what, but confrontation to me is scary and I just cry. Like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to make anybody upset. I'm such a people pleaser. I'm a perfectionist. Perfection is Why do I want to say ism? It's perfectionist. I got it right. Sorry, it is two in the morning, so please forgive me, but that's like the least thing I want to do. You know, it, I get so afraid of letting people down, all of the stems from my childhood and stuff like that. But with seeing someone post something about that, about me, um, all of those feelings kind of like resurfaced and those fears that I have of letting people down, of not being perfect, of confrontation, of people being mad at me, it makes me just want to cry and I get really sensitive to that. And that's where I, you know, I mentioned I have such great thick skin with hate comments, like whatever. you, I don't care what people think about me in that realm because I've been doing YouTube for six years and I know that their opinions do not matter, but putting in the energy to make a full video about it, it's just, it's not good and it puts my reputation at risk it's also my job, you know, and that's scary. This is my brand. And I, I want to show you how authentic I am. So to have people question my character and my intentions, that can be really damaging. That can actually have major consequences on someone, especially when they are not true. It's just completely uncalled for. It reminds me of like rumors in middle and high school and when they go around and if it's a really bad rumor and it's not true that poor girl like her reputation you know is a little hurt and it, it's hard and I, I sometimes like even I. I mean I like to tell myself I'm not but I'm human and I'm I'm a sensitive one, so it, it was a hard night and I just kept posting all these stories trying to explain it and I will do my best to try to summarize that right now, but if you've watched the stories unravel, I don't want this to be too repetitive for you because honestly, I feel like I have to defend myself about this every few months when something blows up, but I offer promos on my OnlyFans page It's a great way to gain exposure. I post whatever you'd like me to, and I say, go follow this person. You know, I have a caption for it, and I never delete it, so you're up there forever. People subscribe to my page. They see your link in your photo and my little caption about subscribing to your page, and that's what it is. I can't promise followers. I can't force anybody to subscribe to you. That would be the scam, you know, if they were, like, followers guaranteed. Um, but I promise you a promo. You pay for a promo, and I give you a promo. You didn't pay for fans. You paid for a promo, and some people cannot wrap their minds around that simple concept, that it is exposure, that it's a promo that you pay for, and that I can't guarantee fans because, like, I'm sorry. If somebody didn't like what they saw, like, they're not going to subscribe, and that's kind of blunt, and I'm usually a lot more, like, sweeter about it, but I am done. I'm burnt out about it. You know, like you go through your Instagram stories and sometimes people will like do shout outs for Instagram pages and you see someone being like, go subscribe to this babe. How many times do you actually subscribe or like follow them? You know, sometimes it works and you might get a handful, but sometimes you might not. And it's just a risk that you have to be willing to take when you pay for a promo and people reach out to me. They agree to give me money for the promo. I am not Stealing anybody's money, scamming you. Like, I am doing everything I promise that I am doing, and I do not delete those posts. They are still up there as proof. If you bought a promo in like fucking September and you're accusing me that it's gone, subscribe to my page right now. Scroll back down to September. It's still there. It's there. I got you, girl. So, I try my best to help as many creators as I can every single day posting these promos because I know how hard it is to grow a page. And when I have a platform already with a couple hundred subscribers and OnlyFans, you know, I have no problem sharing that and posting your page on it and telling them to go subscribe to you because let's be honest, and I will be the first to admit this, there's a lot that I personally am not comfortable posting, but there might be another page that has no problem posting that content. So if I have fans that are asking me for something that I cannot give them, but I might offer like other photos, you know, um, you know, if my boundaries are just like different than somebody else's boundaries, now they have other people, other pages where they might be comfortable showing something that they're asking for. And this is a way for them to find that page and, you know, vice versa and just all those other examples. But I totally want to be able to help you everything i do is in the most genuine and authentic intention to help other creators on only fans that's all that i'm like ever trying to do it's my job and because it is my job and it takes time there is a fee it, you know everything is going to kind of have a price every time you pay for a promo it doesn't matter who you ask, I guarantee you they will charge you for a promotion. And to be frank, some girls are upcharging you hundreds of dollars for a 24-hour promo post, which I think is absolutely absurd. However, that's their rate, and that's what they can do. It's not a scam, it's just their price, which is why I try so hard to make mine so affordable, because I know that if you have an OnlyFans page, you're trying to make money, not waste 100 bucks on someone's promo that cannot guarantee fans. So, I posted a little blurb about that and I guess in this person's video, they subscribe to my page and do like a review of my content, which is fucking hilarious to me because this girl doesn't have my content. I know because I keep a very close like book on my clientele. I know everyone who has my personal content and she did not buy any of it. And this is why I price my content so high. I know I get questions asking why I charge everything like as high as I do or what I'm selling for $200 in the DMs. This is why I charge for $200 and why I am so cautious with who I give my content to because unfortunately shit like this could happen and it has. And I don't want all of my private photos just on this feed for somebody who doesn't like me to have access to and then show you in a video or judge them and rate them. Like, what the fuck is that? So, that's why I'm so cautious and I know it's overpriced, but there's a reason for it. It's because I don't want so many people to have it. Just the serious inquirers, like the serious buyers really. Just the people that want it, not the people that want to hurt me like this. And I will... Like, I really do think that whoever posted that video is hurting, and she's probably dealing with so many emotions and she's hurt, and that's why she's hurting somebody else who has honestly no intention of hurting anybody. But, like, there's no point in putting all that negative energy out there to make something that creates more negative energy. Like, you're just creating negative attractions and negative energy and negative karma to you by doing that. But if you are releasing these vibrations of positivity, you will attract that. It's a basic law of physics. It's the law of attraction, honestly. So the fact that she's taking this negative energy and making this video, it's upsetting. And it's her- It's just sad. I mean, I feel bad, but it's just a reminder that she, I don't know, I, po- I said it better on my Instagram story but she doesn't know everything that I post. She only got the paywalls and the promos and the teasers on my feed because she didn't go into my DMs. She never asked me for personal content. She never, you know, asked what I offer, what my services were because I got DMs from people that watched the video telling me what she said. And she was saying in this video how, I never DM'd her like content or something. Girl, you didn't ask. If you want my private photos, you got to ask me. And that's where I send it to you in the DMs. So it's just really frustrating. And I need to be able to defend myself because all of that is like untrue. And then to say that I'm scamming people on top of it just hurts because... The, no part of my page is a scam. I am completely upfront about everything that I fucking do on that platform. It's in my description. I make it very clear what my page is so that you are not misled before you subscribe. I mention in my description that there are other girls on my page so that that should not be a shock if you subscribe. And people come to me, they ask for promos, they pay for promos, they give me their money for promos. So their pictures are going to be on my page. Like, I don't know why that's so shocking for someone to be like, oh, but you post other people. Yeah, because they want me to and I will. And then my shit is in the DMs and it's more personal and it's private. And I know exactly who's getting my photos. It makes me feel safer. It's like what I'm comfortable with. It's my boundary. And let's remember... OnlyFans is just a platform. It is completely up to you how you choose to make money on there. And that's the beauty of it is that you can find out what works best for you, how you earn your most income, and then roll with it. And everybody's page is going to look different. And I think th- a fellow girl named Myra who was in this video on Jubilee that I was a part of, which I should get into in a little bit. I don't think I've brought that up on the podcast yet. Um, she has this great quote that she says in this video, where she says, you don't necessarily have to be sucking dick on OnlyFans. You can bake a cake on OnlyFans. And if that's working for you, like good for you, which essentially, I mean, first of all, hell yes. Like I am so happy she said that. And essentially it's so true because it doesn't matter what you're doing on OnlyFans. You could be fucking baking a cake. But if you are bringing in money doing that, keep it up. Like who's to say you can't do it? And OnlyFans is just the platform that allows you to get creative with how to earn your income. And I have found a way that works best for me where I can help other girls promote their pages and then earn my own income in the DMs. And so my page will be structured that way. And I make it very clear... Um, in videos when I talk about it, like my most recent OnlyFans q and I talk about this on my Instagram in the description of the OnlyFans page. I just posted in the YouTube community tab about it. So it's, it shouldn't be a surprise. It shouldn't be a shock. There is no scam about it. A scam is when you are lying about what you're doing or what services you provide. It's when you're being Um, deceptive or secretive. Like, not secretive, but you know what I mean. A scam is a fucking scam. And nothing about what I'm doing is a scam. I am upfront. I am telling the truth. Everything that I promise you, I provide, and it's there. This is just, you know, me baking a cake on OnlyFans. It's just what I've learned works best. And nobody should be judging somebody else's page like that. Like, who are you to judge how I'm making money and then say that it's wrong? Like, Imagine if you focused all the energy on your own page to make your page better instead of, like, judging mine. It How – why does it matter, like, how my page is structured? It's not your page. Like, stay in your lane, pretty much. Who Okay, 20 minutes in. So sorry. That was longer than it probably should have been, but, um, yeah. So that happened tonight, and it's been really hard to breathe, basically, because anxiety. Um... I don't know, I just, it's a lot, and I'm, it takes a lot of energy, it's draining, and I, things, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but when things like this happen, it really hurts my mental health, because it makes me feel so alone, and I am pretty alone, I like being alone. I live alone, I have my two cats, I'm not the most social butterfly, I like to, you know, I'm more of an introvert, I have my close, tight circle of friends, but a lot of them live out of state, it's still COVID, so I'm not seeing anybody, and life has been pretty lonely, which is fine, I'm usually pretty good at being alone. But when things like this happen, it kind of amplifies that loneliness, because my job. I love it so fucking much. I love my job. It's my passion. I'm so happy. It's it's like a dream come true, and I'm so glad that I've been able to make that my job. It's also a one-woman show. I'm completely on my own doing absolutely everything. I don't have any co-workers. I don't have a boss. I don't have people to socialize with, and it's a job that Nobody else can really completely understand unless they are me or unless they are also a youtuber or an OnlyFans creator or a Combination of the things so for the majority of people in my life. They just unfortunately will never get it. They won't understand and Because I'm already doing everything on my own I'm it's it's a lonely job and usually I'm okay but when things like this happen it becomes even lonelier and it makes me feel really, really alone because I, now I need someone and I can't talk to someone about it. When I used to work in a restaurant, you have your coworkers, like you have your work family, you have your like people to vent to in the kitchen when you're serving and like go like, I don't know, you just, you have people there that get it, when you have stress at your job and you can vent to and they're there to help you and support you and wipe away your tears, like any horrible shift that I had while waitressing at a restaurant, I could go into the kitchen and sob my eyes out and the, the cooks would cook me something and my friends would hug me and like my manager would pat me on the back and tell me, you know, we'll we'll shit talk the, the customer basically, even though customer is always right, but it is what it is. And Now, I don't have any of that support system. It is absolutely just me here alone in my apartment. And the highs are so high, but the lows are incredibly low with my job because I have received so many great opportunities and blessings. And this is, like I keep saying, a dream come true. But when it gets hard and it gets stressful and there's drama or things like this occur like tonight... I don't have someone there to help me wipe away tears. I don't have my manager to pat me on my back or coworkers to hug me and tell me it's going to be okay. And I can text a friend about it, but they honestly won't understand. And it's really It's just really um Hard. Sorry, I like got really choked up and I don't want to cry. <laughs> So it, it's it been a hard night with all of this, and I planned on recording this podcast episode a lot earlier this evening, but I still wanted to get an episode up this week, so that's why we are recording it so late. Whew. But hopefully it'll be better in the morning. I just, I needed to get all that out there, and what's that saying where it's like, good any exposure is good exposure or any news is good i don't know something about when you're mm, some i don't yeah something like that there was this one quote that helped me tonight that someone texted me about she um it's from i think she said it was roosevelt roosevelt's speech i'm going to pull up the text real quick because it was actually really sweet um it's a roosevelt quote but I think it's from a speech that he gave about being the man in the arena. I'm just paraphrasing a text she sent because I don't have the actual quote in front of me, but she said it's something like how it's not the critic's opinion that matters because they are just a spectator. The opinion that matters is the man's in the in the arena, the person actually doing it, which I thought was so perfect and i'm so happy that she thought of that and sent it to me cuz it did really help and it's such a great thing to keep in mind you know it's not this the spectator's opinion that matters who's judging you it's like the person who's actually doing the hard work it's th- th- like their opinion that matters and all that so that was really nice and that was comforting and i'm really glad that she was there to send that to me so moving on i did quickly mention and glaze over how I was recently in a Jubilee video. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet. I actually just uploaded a video on my YouTube channel today where I reacted to the video, but earlier in February, I was contacted about being in a OnlyFans Jubilee Spectrum episode, which was such a, like amazing opportunity because I watch the Spectrum videos and to suddenly like be able to be part of one, it was mind blowing. It was such a dream come true. It was like a full circle moment and it was really nerve wracking. It was really scary, um, but I'm glad that I did it. And I knew there would be some backlash from it because the video and the platform itself is just really big. Like it's at half a million views right now. The channel has like what 10 million subscribers or something. And we were kind of prepared for that before they posted their OnlyFans episode that I was part of, we got emails saying, like, go on private on your social media, protect your information, like, remove any information that you have online about where you work or your family or um, where you live because people, if they don't agree with you in the episodes, will try to hurt you and they'll come after you. So, it's just a safety precaution, but I'm a YouTuber and all my stuff is out there. Obviously, I'm very private with the information they were concerned about, but just the fact that they had to give us that warning was kind of scary, and I did know that I was putting myself at risk by being part of this video, and I think the events that happened tonight are part of me being part of this project. Like, I don't think this would happen if I wasn't part of it, which sucks, and I don't think my YouTube video that got deleted would have been deleted unfairly if I wasn't part of Jubilee's video, which again sucks, but I thought it would be a great opportunity and I didn't want to say no to any opportunities and I thought it would be good to be able to talk about a topic that many people have assumptions about or don't agree with and be able to share my two cents on it and it was honestly just something I wanted to do that would be a big YouTube milestone moment for me in my career, and it's something I'm proud of, and I want to be really happy about it. And it was such a great opportunity, like to be able to talk to five other creators who I love dearly, and they're so sweet, and I respect them all so much for the hustle that we are all putting in. The point of being on this episode, too, is that. Jubilee is bringing in a variety of creators. They knew I had a phone interview and they knew before they agreed to have me out in the episode, how my page was set up. And I told them how most of my content is promos and how I'm helping other people. They watched my YouTube videos and that's how they found me. They know my content. So they're not surprised. And it's having that variety of people posting different things on OnlyFans in the episode is what they were after. If they got six creators that all just posted nudity... There would be no diversity. I wasn't the only one on that episode that did not post nude photos, so I don't know. The way they edited the episode, they left a lot out, um, so none of that was clear, but it was great and highly recommend checking it out if you want, and I'm really aw- like happy that I got to be part of that um, video. So that happened. Um, But like I was saying as well, I think it was the same week that the Jubilee video came out when my OnlyFans video got taken down. Um, Yeah, I typically stay up until 3 or 4 in the morning. This is on topic, I swear. And the reason that I do this is because I am so paranoid every time my phone goes off based on events that have happened for over a year now with YouTube. And I don't want this whole episode to sound like I'm complaining, but oh my gosh, there is just so much like behind the scenes that I've had to deal with and go through that I just want to be really transparent about it. And honestly, right now, this is my, you're my therapist because I don't have a session with her until Tuesday and dear God, I need one. So <laughs> send me your Venmos and I'll pay you for therapy tonight. But I stay up really late at night because every time that something bad has happened, I had gotten the notification in the middle of the night. When my Snapchat account got hacked, that happened at night. When somebody posted my parents' address on, like in a comment on my YouTube video, that happened at 2.30 in the morning and I deleted it right away. But if I was asleep, it would have stayed up. And because I was awake, I was able to take it off of like yellow pages, like white pages, websites like that as well. Um, When uh, somebody tries to hack into my Instagram or my YouTube account, I get those in the middle of the night and it's terrifying. And then I quickly change my password So I'm in a way terrified to go to sleep because I don't know exactly what I'm going to wake up to in the morning and every time my phone goes off, my heart, like my heart rate goes up and I get scared to check and usually it's okay. But even last week, which, oh, this is what we're getting at. Um, Last week I went to bed kind of early. I was really tired and I went to bed at like 1.32 a.m., Um, because nothing has really happened in a while, and my therapist, like, I tell her about this, and she says, you know, it kind of makes sense as to why I have trouble sleeping, but also, I need to sleep. So, I woke up the next day after I went to bed on the earlier side for me, and around 3.30 in the morning, I saw that I had an email from YouTube, which, at first, I wasn't even sure if it was, like, real... Um, or if it was like a fake email, but it was real. Around three thirty in the morning, email uh, YouTube emailed me saying that they were locking um my video called "I Tried OnlyFans for a Week and This Is How Much I Made." It is my most viewed OnlyFans video. It's the first OnlyFans video that I ever posted that initially brought everyone to my platform and was a big reason why I kind of decided to make the content that I now do make on my YouTube channel. It was... A, you know, it's something I'm proud of because the video has so many views and it's just... an accomplishment to me. And I was excited to watch it continue to grow. And I was upset and confused as to why YouTube decided to take down my video when it's been up for over a year, no problem, monetized, like completely chill. There's absolutely nothing that violates the guidelines in the video. And to have them like delete it, it was just really confusing. Um, I don't have the emails anymore. I deleted them, but they said that they removed my video for, um, Essentially, clickbait, it, they said it was for um, misleading thumbnails, titles, or tags, and that they do not allow scam, um, spam, not scams, spams, spammed content on YouTube. Um, none of that is true. The title is I Tried Only Fans for a Week and This is How Much Money I Made, and that is exactly what the video is. I state in the video how I don't do nudity. There is no nudity in the video. The t- like title, thumbnail, and tags are all accurate to the content. Um, so the only thing that makes sense, and this is exactly what happened, is that enough people reported the video to have it automatically removed. Because this happens to me on TikTok. And with YouTube, especially a video about OnlyFans, if you don't agree with it, you report it. And right after the Jubilee video went out, they linked my YouTube channel so that people could find me because i that's how I found some of my favorite YouTube channels, when I would watch these Jubilee Spectrum episodes, and I just wanted other people that liked the creators that they saw and wanted to go check out their content to have my link. Um, instead, I got people that did not like me click on my link, go to my channel, and report my content and have my video be removed. It was really, really stressful because not only was I proud of that video, but because it was one of my most viewed videos, I was also receiving the most income monthly from that video as well. And this is my job. And you know, at the end of the day, I love what I do, but it pays the bills and this is how I pay rent and this is how I'm right now paying off taxes. (laughs) Oh my God, I have so much to pay the government right now. But, um. So when the video got taken down, there is that slight panic because not only is my content now being censored, but that's my paycheck and it's so scary that everything that you have built up to create and support you can just be taken away from you, especially when it's done unfairly like this. So I spent the whole day frantically... um, Submitting an appeal to it. I tried emails, but honestly, you cannot email YouTube. You try looking on Google, you can try to find an email. You can go on a LinkedIn. It is impossible to contact YouTube. So I was just submitting an appeal, trying to um, write out my whole case and make it as clear as possible. And it took them the full day to get back to me. So my anxiety was, again, just absolutely terrible because. I make so many videos on OnlyFans and if they are now censoring OnlyFans videos, that takes away a lot of my content. It takes away a lot of my income and I am about to uh, try to buy a house and I need to show that my income is stable and I need it to prove that it is so the fact that I constantly have to kind of justify what I'm doing and prove that it's okay, it's very stressful. Um. But in the evening, finally, I got an email response from YouTube, and it wasn't what I wanted to hear. They said they reviewed my appeal, and that unfortunately my video still violated guidelines, and that they would remove it forever or something like that. Again, not true. Nothing that they claimed my video was doing that was problematic was true. And even some people were saying, like, maybe it's because my OnlyFans link were in the description box, and, um, or my OnlyFans links were in the description box, which I've been doing that for over a year. Oh my gosh, I'm yawning. I'm so sorry. Did that make anybody else yawn? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been linking my OnlyFans links in my YouTube description boxes for over a year, no problem. I didn't think YouTube was the platform that had an issue with that. I know... Instagram and Snapchat can be picky about it, but like Twitter and YouTube is usually okay with you linking OnlyFans um, links. So, I took it out. I changed it. I've changed it now so that OnlyFans links are no longer in the description. Um, But yeah, they like nothing violated anything. I was so upset. And the fact that they were literally saying it was for clickbait, like could you imagine if YouTube actually went that hard on videos that are actually clickbait like all of the Logan and Jake Paul videos, all of the like I'm pregnant videos that like aren't real pregnancy announcements. There's so many clickbait videos and this is what YouTube goes after. That's why there is a target on sex workers. There's a target on censorships when it comes to OnlyFans creators or anybody that is doing anything adult content related. It's just you are more targeted on social media because those platforms do not like your con- like what you're doing. And it's It is what it is, and I've had to deal with it so much this year, and it's no hate to those that do it, but it's unfair because I'm not even a sex worker. Like, I don't even post nudes on my page. I just happen to be on OnlyFans, so because of that correlation, they assume, oh, she's on OnlyFans, oh, she's a porn star, oh, we gotta, like, cancel her, we have to target, like, we have to take down her page, we have to report her, remove all her content, even though I'm not violating anything so frustrating. So, when they denied my appeal, I had the opportunity to, um, like, send in another appeal where they were basically saying, if you think this is incorrect, you can request another appeal. However, at this point, because my appeal had been denied, they gave me a strike on my channel, which is fucking terrifying because you get three strikes, you're out. And again, this is my job, and I... This was unfair so if this happened two more times where it was out of my control i'm done and i lose something that i spent six years building from the ground up my first paycheck was 80 cents and i was so proud of that i wrote it in my journal because something i loved became currency and i was getting recognition for it and it was 80 cents and i was still happy about it so i went from there in 2016 to now 2021 living completely off of YouTube and social media and it's a dream come true. But to have the strike now and to have this fear, like it's completely uncalled for and it's terrifying. Um, so there's a risk in submitting another appeal because if I'm wrong, there's damage to my channel. But I was right. And I would fight for it. And I knew because it took me two months to get my TikTok account back when they banned me, but I got it back because I was emailing TikTok every single day until they gave me my account back. So I was not going to give up. Um, I submitted another appeal, essentially saying the exact same thing where I was like, no part of this video is misleading. The title, tags, keywords, everything is exactly what the video is. There's no nudity. Like I tried it OnlyFans for a week without doing any nude photos to see if I could make money. I got the idea from another video, like, this is totally fine, and I just, like, tried so hard to, um, you know, plead my case. Um, and this is when I realized that an actual human being actually saw my appeal. I think the one that was sent out all day, the first one that I sent in, probably was never read by a real human. I don't think it's, I don't think so, because, Less than 10 minutes after I submitted the second appeal, I got an answer. Like, it was immediate. And I spent the whole day waiting for the first answer. So I think finally, it got to somebody in an office, or like, at least on their laptop. Um, and it worked. And they said that it was a mistake. They posted my video again. They removed the copyright strike. And I could finally breathe for the day. Oh my goodness, so the video was back up, everything was right, but it was a terrifying experience for so many reasons because, well, A, I went to bed early and look what happens when I do that, so now I have to stay awake all night again. <laughs> um, B, it shows me how easy it is for somebody to take down my content and C, going off of that, how easy it is for me to lose parts of my revenue and my income unfairly and how terrifying it is when I've spent my whole life trying to build this and I still am. I'm still, I still feel like I'm building the foundation. Uh, so it is really terrifying and something that I'm in therapy again for, like I reached out to my therapist who I've seen for years, but kind of on and off, um, last August And if you were around back then, you probably remember this, but I did it for my job because it became so stressful and full of anxiety. And I was telling her about this and she was saying how, or she asked me, would it have been different if I was awake when the email came in at 3.30 in the morning and I dealt with it then? And with this case and this scenario, no, it wouldn't have been different. I probably just would have been more anxious sooner and I probably wouldn't have slept at all. Um, but if it was something like somebody trying to hack me or somebody posting my address or personal information, then it would be different because I'd want to take care of that right away. But there's no like way of taking away the source of my anxiety when it comes to this stuff. So really, all I can do is try to find ways to help my anxiety and try to not have it affect me as much. But um, that's kind of what happened A few weeks ago, and I think everything that I mentioned is kind of all connected. I think it all comes back to being part of that Jubilee video, because it is just such a big platform. You get so many viewers, and if they don't like you, these are just ways that they were able to hurt me, in a way, by reporting my content and removing that video, which I had to fight so hard to get back, and by accusing me of being a scam and posting a video about it, which hurt me beyond belief. And I just, I hate how sensitive I am with this stuff, but somebody is slandering me online and I don't, I'm still learning how to, I don't know, like I love my job, but at the same time, I hate how public it is sometimes because you put so much of your life online, which I do, like I don't mind doing, but because of that, you get a lot of people's opinions about your life and You can have your opinions. I don't care. You don't have to agree with what I'm doing, but to make a full video about it, just like, why? Why? I don't know. Some people will argue and say that I've made it. You know, this is when you know you made it, when people hate you, but I don't want to. Like, (sighs) that's not why I'm doing this. Oh, I almost wish that I could, like, take away. Like, I want the connections. I love the people that I've gotten to know through YouTube and social media. So, I I wish I could keep all of these connections with people that I adore, but take away all of the other followers. Like, I don't do it for the numbers. I don't do it for, like, fame or, like, platforms or, like, whatever, milestones, you know, whatever. I do it because I love it. And I was doing it with, like, two subscribers six years ago, and I still have the same amount of passion for it that I did back then today. So, that part is not important to me, and I do kind of sometimes wish I I didn't have, like I, I don't know how to say this, like I wish I was um like a nobody, but able to post what I do and still have the connections. It's a weird dynamic, and this is why it sucks that I don't have many people that understand and why I feel so lonely about it, because I just need like other YouTubers or people my size online to talk to about this, because they'll understand and they'll get it, but I don't know, maybe I just have to create a seventh Instagram, yeah, you've heard that right, seventh Instagram account and just make, like, a private family and friends one so I feel a little bit normal. Um, <laughs> I made a new friend recently and I had to have the awkward, like, Instagram exchange Um, and I'm, like, I don't know why I was embarrassed by my platform but, like, I kind of just wished I had, like, a normal Instagram to give her where I just, like, didn't have, my brand everywhere. So maybe I need to create like another Instagram account to give to personal people. Well, that's very normal. I think a lot of YouTubers have that. They have like this private Instagram account that's just for their personal life. And I think my personal account just kind of became what it is right now on Instagram and kind of quickly too. this last year. Like I think a year ago I had two or three thousand followers. Um, and now it's just multiplied a lot by that, and I love it, and I, I get so excited. It is exciting, you know, when you're growing on a platform, but then when you're, like, meeting somebody new, and they ask what your Instagram is, and you haven't told them that you do OnlyFans yet, like, <laughs> I wish I didn't have, like, I wish I had another platform to give them, or, like, another account. Um, Yeah, I hope this all made sense. I hope that none of this came off as complaining. I just there are so many sides to what I do that nobody really understands, and this is my, like, platform. My podcast is a way for me to be able to just vent about it, and you guys were my therapists tonight, so thank you so much for being here. Um, I can invoice you for the, the medical tab or whatever, the bill. <laughs> Maybe, um, oh, I don't even know. I was going to make some joke about insurance, but it's, like almost 3 a.m. right now, so I can't function anymore, but that's what's been going on. Um, it's been kind of tough, but everything's going to be okay, and I'm going to take care of myself and do what I have to do. Um, luckily, it is Friday. Happy Friday, if you are listening to this the day it comes out, meaning that I get to take the weekend off soon, and I cannot wait to log off of Instagram for the weekend and just try to hope that this all boils over and that, is that the the phrase, I don't know. Um everything feels really big right now, but it'll die down. <sighs> okay. I am going to try to get some sleep soon, but thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being there for me and supporting me and I don't know. I'm I'm sorry, I guess if if I let you down because I don't want to at all, and it's just so scary. I wish I could post my videos and my photos and not have any, like, commentary about it at all. Just, like, posting my life, and that's it. That's what I'm going to keep doing. So, cool. Okay, have a great day. Thanks so much. I'll see you guys when I see you next. Bye!